Oh, Spectrum died. Ah, Spectrum. Makes sense. Yeah, Spectrum. It makes sense. I'm sorry that my mom has Spectrum. I'm currently I have Spectrum that too. That's what I'm saying. Ninety-five percent of people in Los Angeles probably have Spectrum. If you can afford Verizon files, I need to see your bank account. Yeah, I don't even think rich people can afford files. No, Verizon files go for like what one twenty? Yeah, rich people. It's not cheap. Just get the five G, so then people will have all these conspiracy theories about Corona. Yeah, started because of some cell phone service. It's the dumbest shit in the world, <laughs> dude. Like we've been at the G for like a year. I'm good. Besides insomnia, I'm pretty well in life. Also, you need a five G phone to do this. Why would you not use Wi Fi if that was the case? Everybody got Wi Fi. Right. I think people. People what if the people just had? What if it's a new conspiracy theory that if you have a five G phone already, like a S twenty, and then you connect it with five G wireless, you get ten times sick. That, Bars. Yeah, yeah. Teach these devils. <laughs> Teach these. De I'm gonna get a turban too. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, I don't remember the episode number. It's 18. Why? Every every week. 18. It's up there. 18. It's what? July. I don't even know the date. It's July 15th because it's tax day. Yeah, I don't even know what year it is. I don't know what day it is. All I know is just wrestling come on tonight. And I'm just like, well, damn, I got a pack. Yeah. And the weird thing about this, this is why it's 2020 is a strange place. Because you about to be up here watching AEW two nights in a row. Yes, sir. I'm, you know what? I'm one of those people. Well, I can't be because I'm not watching on cable. But if I were watching on cable, I would be one of those guys that uh, all lives matter down the walls would say I'm contributing to this so-called ratings war and they winning. Dude. I know you was doing it in 96, but nobody give a fuck about no ratings war. I can't cuss. No, the only people that should care about the ratings are the front offices of both companies. I could honestly care less. Um, we just want wrestling. That's it. Just good wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's really it. But, you know, I looked up the card for Fight for the Fallen. It's actually kind of decent. So you got, I mean... You got the Nightmare Sisters, Allie and Brandy Rhodes against they don't know yet. You got the Elite and Omega, Matt Jackson and Nick Jackson versus the Jurassic Express. You got FTR versus the Lucha Bros. You got Cody versus Sonny Kiss, which is big for Sonny Kiss to get a televised match. Yeah, with a Hall of Famer. You know, I get the jokes off about him and his – his views suck, but at the same time, he is a Hall of Famer and one of the greatest ever. Uh, with Cody? Yeah. No, no, I'm sorry. Uh, there we go. Wait, I saw. I thought he was going against Jericho. Who's nah, Jericho going against him? Jericho's not on the card. Nobody from the inner circle is on the card. It's because, what, two or three of them are suspended for behavior, shall we say. There we go. 
That's the best way of saying it. Even though we know what type of behavior, it'd just be best to say behavior. Yeah. Uh, and then you got John Moxley versus Brian Cage. So the fact that you were watching this two nights in a row, I don't think you've watched AEW two weeks in a row since they've started. No, I think I did actually. Like when they first started, I watched for like a month straight, I think. And you know, because we have previous buttons if you're using cable or if you're using links, you can go back and forth. It's not like you know, people think if you watch one show live, then you're disregarding another show. Nah, it's called streaming. I got choices. Yeah. yeah. But no, this Everybody is the most choices. yeah, just make the right one. Yep. Be safe though. This nope. is the first time in a year, probably I've been watching it this much, but it's been two solid nights. Yeah, I'd say the first night for Fighter Fest was it was it was okay. And the second night was was a good show. It was yeah. a very good show. I only had one gripe about Fighter Fest night two. Okay, two, because the task thing was corny. But um FTW uh, title. But um, my biggest gripe was that Santana and Ortiz should have won the tag titles that night. Yeah. I... Like, I like private, private Party. I just think they are – they need a little more time to develop and to be coached properly. Not that they're bad. They just need a little more time for people, like, to make – to do the type of wrestling that people will care about because mm-hmm. once – they get good. People will love them. Yeah, they definitely had a personality. I like those guys. They got a personality, young New York dude. So, yeah, braggadocious hey, loud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I need. I keep trying to tell you. We God bless. Pop Smoke isn't here, but we got Fabio. Either Fabio or we could wait till Roddy Rich and Bobby Schmurter get out, and that'll be the interest song, or they could come out to the ring. Yeah. Yeah, they gotta get a little TJ or something. But um, little T. No, you don't want the drill music behind them. Yeah, I want the drill behind them though. They can come out to Foreigner, not not the not the A Boogie verse though. No disrespect to A Boogie, but that that just that's not where his where he shined. No Uh, disrespect, but all disrespect is that is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying. Hey, Boogie makes great music. It's just he wasn't. I didn't really like him on that record. Anyways, getting back to wrestling. Um, I think one of the things that we've talking about these past few weeks is should Brian Cage win the belt? Because I'm honestly of the mind that Brian Cage should win the belt. Okay. It's just a very – well, it seems like Renee is good. And I'm going to John's personal life because, you know, because of what's going on right now or how he feels. Let's let me say this before I continue. So how he feels about this whole situation in the world, I think that should correlate with how this goes with the booking goes, because if he feels like, you know, my wife is recovering or she has recovered, but it's a chance I can get it, especially in Florida where they're shooting now in Jacksonville. And it's like the, epic center whatever they said of all this if he wanted to say you know what i just want to take some time off okay drop the belt to brian cage no problem 
that's cool. If Brian Cage plans, and it seems to be he wants to keep coming to work. I think everybody wants to go to work, but it's just not at the expense of your health. So I think um, Brian Cage should go over it. I, I think at, because it's rolling, he should go over if we want to look at it from that perspective because he's over as much as you can during these weird times. He should go over. I mean, and then it'll build a few for the future whenever this is done in 2025. Yep. Yep. Uh, my dynamic on this is simple. There is one way, um, one reason that you can give Brian Cage the belt. And that's because you can have more versatile type of matches with him. That man, is, he could be the powerhouse. He can he can work with athletic wrestlers really well. He's very safe in the ring. I've mm-hmm. seen him work with guys. He he looks like he takes really good care of you, which is which is really really good because that's a man who knows his own strength. Um. He, you know, he can do some athletic things. He can give you some back and forth matches with some of your bigger guys, like you know, if he has a a match with a guy like Wardlow, even if it's not the most technically proficient match between the two of them, just hitting each other. It could be pretty fascinating. Um, And I just think there's more interesting things for him at this point, because you've already blown your load with Moxley versus Omega. You've already seen Moxley versus Jericho. You can't do Moxley versus Cody for the title unless you're doing it for the TNT belt. The problem with that is that diminishes the AEW title and makes the TNT title the main title. So when it all when you all like look at it and the way I'm viewing it is however all roles lead to Brian Cage winning the title for me, for my personal enjoyment for the future of AEW's AEW title. There is one way that I can I would appreciate if Moxley kept the title. That is, if Moxley wins and at all out, he faces MJF and loses. Because that's the only viable champion outside of Moxley and Brian Cage at this moment. Okay, so as you say that, I'm starting to think. So if you go with Brian Cage as the champion, not only do you have to push him, but he has to go undefeated for a while, which goes back to what I said. If Moxie feels like he doesn't want him to come to work, then you got Cage who is going to go over, but I don't think he should drop the title for a year or so, or until Moxie feels like I want to come back. Well, the other thing is, so I'm not of this of the mind that long title reigns are always good. Sometimes they can be detrimental to you. Like Moxie has been the champion for, what, 100 days now? Almost over three months? Over 100 days? He's the champion for almost... And you know what's crazy? Six months. That used to that used to be the thing back in the day. It'd be like, you could have the title for like, shit. Uh, Bob Backlund had it for six years, but it yeah. used to be like, if you're the champion, you're the champion until they feel like, all right, they can't draw any money from you. So to say somebody's been the champion for three months is crazy, but then again, we come from the Attitude Era where they change the damn title every one week but that's yeah. because you had three or four people at that time five even that can hold the title there's that i mean there's that point i think in between december and february 
The Rock and Mick Foley exchanged the, the main title, what, three or four times with each other? Mm-hmm. But um, the, the main thing I think I, I find appealing about a Brian Cage, like I said, is just athleticism, the ability to have different matches, the ability to do different things with him. Moxley, you get one style, and if that style doesn't fit the story, then it's over. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we'll see. I But, I mean, other than that match, I'm really happy for Sonny Kiss. I, I, that dude can wrestle. I like the stuff that they were doing with him and Janela. I hope they keep that up because that was some fascinating stuff. That man was John Wick in the parking lot. Yep. For the promo video. Yep. He needed to team up with that one guy with the high heels. Who? Remember the kid that had the high heels that was doing like spinning kick flips and shit like that? He jumped off the roof with the high heels. Yeah, they need to team up. No, I remember I sent you that video. uh, It was two gay dudes in a liquor store, like a gas station store. And this white dudes, gay black dudes, and this white this white dudes start calling him all types of racial slurs and homophobic slurs, and they beat the shit out of him. They dropped him with one punch right. or two punches, and that was it. I was like, "Oh yeah, everybody was talking about that." Yeah, that was hilarious. That's what they need. A lot of people of. were talking about that because he was just like, "Man, he got." He, he was talking big and got, but what I'm saying they need to do a promo like that with Sonny Kiss. Maybe not necessarily have to say the slurs, but the same way they was messing with him and this and that, just let him drop somebody one time. Do wonders for the character. Anyways, moving on from AEW, because I don't think there's much else to talk about with them. Uh, I got, I got three, one thing to say. What? When does it okay? When does Kenny Omega say, Okay, it's time for me to go to WWE? When AEW falls apart, no, nah, because at this point, and listen, this is a guy that says I will never go to WWE, but it comes to a point where you're a veteran, you were basically the underground king for years, and you didn't have to go to WWE because because just because. But it's uh, certain people like Sting is just like, and then now I'm looking at Omega. It's like, you should go try it out and see what can happen. They might hit you with some bullshit, but try to see. Nah, I don't. So the idea that he's, no, I, I just don't see it for him at this moment. They honestly, WWE doesn't need him at this moment. He would be a nice addition, but I mean, the only place I can see him really getting down right now is SmackDown, and they don't know what they're doing on SmackDown. So, so yeah. Um, oh yeah, I actually was gonna watch Raw. I'm gonna still watch it, but yeah, this is the first Raw I've probably seen in a month, month and a half. Okay, well, so since we're talking about WWE, there's a fascinating thing. That happened over this past weekend. Uh, about two weeks ago, we had one double champion in Bailey. After last Wednesday to this Wednesday, we have three. We have Bailey, SmackDown, or a women's tag team champion, SmackDown champion, 
We got Keith Lee, NXT no champion. Okay. Keith Lee, NXT champion, North American champion. And we have Evil, IWGP heavyweight and intercontinental champion. Oh, no, no, no. I got to stand up on that one. You're going to say, we say his name properly. That's King Evil. That is King Evil right now. I'm getting in front of the camera. That's King Evil with ashy lips or dried up lips. That's King Shout out Evil. To, uh, to E.L. Shirai's husband. Yes, the king. Yeah. No, that that one was uns like I did not expect that one at all, but I am very very happy with that outcome. I think I'm I'm like so this could have been really corny to see three double champions at once. And I think given the wrestlers, it's totally fine. Yeah. Like I mean even well to be fair, we had two before this because Naito was double champion. But uh even if it was just Nidal and Bailey, that's that's fun. Like, I don't know if I I'm, I really want to see like I mean I know she has the injury so, but had she been there, I didn't. It wouldn't have been the same had Charlotte been double champion. It wouldn't have been the same had uh, Nia Jax been double champion. There's something fun about Bailey and Sasha there with Sasha with her. There's something fun about Keith Lee being the double champion, knowing that guys like Dijakovic and Karrion Cross are there. And it's a whole lot of fun knowing that Evil all of a sudden is now a Bullet Club guy, and is Evil Club, yeah, is a Evil double champion. Club. And I, I got really got to give it to to Gato on that one. Like, yo, Bullet Club is mainly comprised of foreign wrestlers, non-Japanese wrestlers. Yeah, a lot of those guys either live in the UK uh, or the United States. So most of them are not allowed to go to Japan. So theoretically, the Bullet Club was dead. They they like they were dead because the only people that were there was Gato Jado, uh, the one that's a pimp. I forget his name. And are you talking about the mat, uh, tuxedo mask pimp? Yeah, yeah, I forgot his name as well. And uh, Ishimori. And they was just Gato and Jado was looking at each other. I was like, you know what? What about evil? Because they could have went the easy way and made Okada win the New Japan Cup. And I don't think it would have been, nobody would have been tripping. Like everybody would have been fine with it. But the way they did it and the way they got evil over, he lives up to his name now. Because mm -hmm. you can't have a guy like evil be a face. You can't be named evil and then be a good guy. No, WWE tries that often, and no, yeah. they call it the anti-hero. It's like, all right. Yeah, you can't be – it ain't nothing anti. Your name is evil. You're, you're evil. the bad guy always. I'm interested to see how it works because, you know, New Japan, they have heels, but their heels are very flamboyant in a way. Like well, the tuxedo mask pin. Like he's supposed to be a heel, but this man be coming out wearing the uh, contagious outfits on for Ron Isley video. Yes. Yes. And then he be coming out with the girl with the Ariana Grande mask. And this is wild. This is yeah. wild. Like, like Japanese wrestling has taken all of the, the things we love about anime and put them into wrestling. And I really appreciate that.
Like we get My Hero Academia in New Japan. Naito is definitely the main. I forgot the character's name, and I watched My Hero, but he's definitely the main character from My Hero. Yeah, I'm not gonna let anything stop me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a failure. Failure. <laughs> uh, nah, but then then you got Keith Lee, who I remember my homeboy uh, found out about the spoiler, and. That's the only thing Keith Lee was upset about when the spoiler happened. Like, not in the sense that people knew or anything, but just the fact that people were out here spoiling it for other people just to be jerks. But Keith Lee won the title. He's double champion. And, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what NXT's landscape looks like now because there's nothing left for the Undisputed Era at this moment. And and that's what I'm afraid of, because you know what could potentially happen. Oh, they all going to 205. <laughs> that, that would be some of the biggest disrespect ever. Yeah. And I'm not saying that because I'm marking out and I'm a fan. And obviously, I got the shirt on. But, well, you can't see it. But I got the shirt on. But that would be beyond disrespect to put all of them. Not just yeah. one of them. All four. Put Adam Cole as the Cruiserweight champ. Like, bro, you got to quit. Yeah, like he's gonna have a have a few with Santos Escobar now. That's that's not even swerve. No, it's gonna be a triple threat with him, Santos Escobar, and Drake Maverick. And if that happens, bro, retire. You gotta leave. You gotta no dis- go back to ROH. You gotta do something else. No disrespect to Santos. Partial disrespect to Drake. <laughs> Why partial disrespect to Drake? Oh, that's storyline. That employment storyline. Wait a minute, but how you didn't didn't they say that was the man of three H's idea? I don't know if it was his idea or if it was presented to him by Drake Maverick. But either way, that's nasty. Yeah, that's just that's bad timing, man. You heard what uh gosh, you me. Uh you heard what uh Nick Mahan said. He said, or it was a quote saying he basically regret those firings. Well, yeah, because now he can't fire Matt Riddle and all of them. Right? <laughs> he like, well, he can use that excuse, but like, he like, damn, I need somebody to draw money. You could call him back. Just put him on the best minimum. I don't well, know. That's, what best- that's that's the thing is they're not taking anybody back because they're offering severely lower contracts. We talked about this last week when it came to Ray. More than likely, they're trying to lowball Ray or keep him on the status quo. And he's like, yo, man, I'm once again pay Ray season. Yeah. But um, as far as Keith Lee, man, you know, he'll be a fun champion. He'll be a very fun champion, particularly with guys like Karrion Cross. there. He can do a good match with Finn Balor. You can run back the Gargano beef. You can do some Champa stuff there. Fun fact, Kevin Owens actually wants to go back to NXT. So, makes sense. Can you imagine Kevin Owens versus Keith Lee? Five stars. Yeah. Or give it give it to Dave Milser review. Ten out of five. Yeah. I'm gonna give that. No, what's that old lady on TikTok? Out of scale of one to ten. I'm gonna give you a 20, baby. You get a 20. Yeah, I'll get a 20. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get close to the camera. Yeah, I thought you were yeah. gonna say the rating system like the uh reviewer that used to be on Fox. Was that nah. the name of the show? The critic. The, the critic. critic on Fox. Yeah. No, it's uh yeah, I score a one one to ten. I'm gonna give you a twenty. That's that match. 
Hey, wow. Kevin Owens is definitely one of my favorite white people. It's, it's, it's few, but he's on that list. He yeah. is now in the White Hall of Fame. That man said, hey, we got to run these masks. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get to that. Uh, so I guess it's a fair question when it comes to the three double champs we got going on right now. Who's going to be the last one standing? Bailey. You think so? I think she could do this another year. You know, I don't see why not. Becky's not there. Charlotte, it seems like her injury is a little more serious than we thought. Yeah. So please get well soon, Charlotte. Uh, so, yeah, I don't see why they don't do it. Now, there's one reason they can do it. So, I mean, there's the Sonya Deville, Mandy Rose thing. You could find some way to incorporate them. I always it'll be, think it'll be entertaining as far as the I, promos, but the matches. I I do think there's a way to push Naomi because Naomi is always she might be the most underrated women's wrestler of this era. Absolutely. Like when you really like when it really comes down to it, like in ring ability, athleticism, ability to work the crowd, to do interesting spots. She she's very good. And she didn't get her flowers to get like really, really good matches with really, really talented people, which makes me sad. Yeah, they got her. They got the queen out here singing karaoke. I was like, yeah, "Yeah, okay, I don't need to watch Smackdown this week. No, no, no. It's just like (laughs) people want to go out so bad. You're just going to have people doing going out behavior. That's what we're doing. Well, people are already going out regardless. So. That's maybe true. that maybe that match just sent a ripple yeah. effect. Like, let's really go out tonight. No. Nah. Uh but no, the other thing they can do is so on Raw this past week, both Bianca Belair and Shayna Baszler showed up. And after for so long, after everybody kept saying, Where the hell is Shayna? She's on main event. Yeah. The other thing. So what are your expectations for them? Because before I get into anything further, what, what are your expectations for them? My expectations? Yeah. Personally, they should be over, but it's not up to me. We already know what Mick Mahan going to do. That's what I'm asking. What do you expect to happen with them? They're going to be buried. Okay, that's what I thought, too. Like, there's no <laughs> way around that. The woman had a great match at WrestleMania that only lasted like 10 minutes she was dominating nxt and from what i've heard is nick mahan saying that he doesn't like ufc workers being in the wrestling business because it's not well you got a nasty man who's currently on your roster and you have brock lesnar you also have bobby lashley who did mma stuff sonny deville who did mma stuff you courted like is he is this because of what happened with uh Kane Velasquez? Now no, you know South- what it you know what it is. He probably don't like how she looked. Let's let's be a book. No, that's that's fair. Um, I that's mean, not I'm, me saying that. That's no, not it's me not disrespecting that woman. Yeah, I'm, it's I'm, not it's not fair in a sense that that's what's happening. But that is a fair Vince assessment. Like Vince, if Vince look at you and he don't like you, that's it. My expectations for them, to be honest, are not 
high. I want, like you, I want great things for both of them. Like, I can make the argument that Bianca should actually go to SmackDown and win the title there. And you could have, you could have like a best of three with Shayna and Asuka alone. Yeah. Like, you can run that back as many times as you want. But, you know, it is what it is with that. Um, I do hope for good things, though, because one like apparently the reason they were kept off TV was because they just didn't know what to do. Uh, build them up, put them in matches, let them cut some promos. I thought that was the whole nature of the business. Yeah, but WWE has like a clear vision for at least four women on the main roster right now that they want to keep strong. It's the Kabuki Warriors, and it's Shane. I mean, uh, Sasha and Bailey. And that's fine. Yeah. And but the thing is, I think we talked about this. I think the women's division across the board in WWE has been the best thing about wrestling this year. Yeah, absolutely. I I think I said that. I said we talked about that last week. I I shouldn't say me, but we both talked about that last week and how I said right now. Becky and Sasha are the best thing in wrestling right now, but I didn't put respect on Asuka. And when Lowe show up, it's just like, oh, she's like, oh, my my homegirl here, bet. Let's get the flu. Yeah. And even then, like. At least the flu, skill room. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to have Rizzo out there doing it. Hey, that would be fire. Is it for the flute player to get Lizzo to do it? Please do it. Yeah, because I, I haven't heard from Lizzo in a minute. So she's chilling somewhere. But um nah, that's that's and that that becomes weird, like you know, because you want to keep these four strong, you can't do anything with anyone else. That to me that that doesn't make sense considering there's no real plan with Andrade and Angel Garza. Like there just there isn't. There's no real plan with the Miz and Morrison. There's except for giving them checks, and they like cool. I need yeah. that. Like the Miz yeah. out here getting TV checks too. Yeah, he's doing all types of TV shows. That man gonna be the Ryan Secrets of USA Network. Hey, uh, I might have to bookmark that. You not off. You no. might have spoke that to existence. Yeah, but I'm and not mad at. And the L.A. mortgage too damn high, so he definitely about to do like 20 shows. Yeah, he got the reality TV show going, which given this pandemic, I don't know if they're going to keep it going. But they might because it's cheap. Yeah, it'll keep going. I think the ratings are actually strong for it. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I just feel like there should be more women's segments outside of the title picture. Like in NXT – the past weekend, you had Candice LeRae versus Mia Yim, right? Mm-hmm. So, and Candice LeRae won. So, if Candice LeRae wants to challenge Io Shirai, Shirai for the title, there's no like, oh, well, why did that happen? You just know. You know, okay, right. she won this match, this really knockdown drag out match with Mia Yim. You could put her in a match with, like, I don't know, Tegan Knox, let her beat Tegan Knox. And then she's the number one contender. You don't have to ask questions. You just know why she's the number one contender. Right. Uh, but, yeah, as far as Shayna and Bianca, I hope really, really good things. The thing that's 
more likely to happen is just floundering. Mm -hmm. But I do think SmackDown screams Bianca Belair because she has so much star power. There's, there's just no way that that girl doesn't become young lady becomes the face of the industry. Oh no, we spoke on this years ago. That that's that's it right there. Like I don't, yeah, you know. Right. Besides, just everybody gawking at her because a woman is shit perfect looking. Like it's insane to call somebody perfect looking. That's perfection right there, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Besides that, she's gotten better in ring. She could cut promos. Right now, listen, I don't know if Vince and Bruce know, but that woman is black. Yeah. She, I said it. She, she from Tennessee, too. Yeah, so they might want to go ahead and push that button. Yeah. Just it's like they might want to go ahead. This give is her the that, time right now. Give her that new day control where she can just do and say what she wants. And I guarantee you it'll be fine. Um, The city girl's going to come out. Yeah, no, absolutely. Bring them out. Yes. JT should come out, especially. Wow. Yeah, just have wow. JT come out. She's going to take everybody's credit card. She can take my PayPal card, PayPal wow. card, Cash App wow. card. This went from, you know, fantasy booking of Bianca Belair to fantasy booking your, your love life right now. Uh, yeah, something like it. <laughs> okay, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> let's move on. Uh, you know what? There is some fascinating, and I think we talked about it the past few weeks. Um, but before we get into that, I uh, just want to wish a speedy recovery to both Rusev and uh, Lana's parents. Because both Rusev, both, uh, Rusev and her parents have uh, tested positive for COVID-19. And hope y'all get safe, stay healthy. Hope y'all stay with us. So shout out Absolutely. to Rusev, shout out to Lana, shout out to her parents. Shout out to anybody who's been affected by this. I think Austin Theory came yeah, down. Everybody across because he hasn't been on TV. That's yet. why he said, I'm gonna sit at the crib. Yeah, he like, I'm just gonna sit at the crib. Uh but the thing that becomes troubling about COVID is Vince's views on it. So, like, we talked about it last week. The rumor, I don't know if we talked about it. No, we didn't talk about it. The rumor is that, you know, initially Vince didn't want masks on TV because for whatever reason. So when they started putting people in the crowds, no masks, social distancing, but no masks. Then they started testing, and then a bunch of people turned up positive. Mm -hmm. And the very next show... They had masks. We're also learning that one of your favorite white boys of all time, Kevin Owens, basically told Vince, if you don't let these people wear masks, I'm going home. Like, I'll be up here tweeting with Sammy. Right. But um, it's, it's crazy over there. They tripping. Yeah. He'll, he'll be in Canada just like, yo, they, they wild. They wild. Just, just sounding like Canadian New Yorkers. Like, hey, yo. Yeah, that accent that they have, or whatever. Hey, yo, true for true, bro. True, true for oh. true, bro. Vince yeah, and, and you can actually go to the beach. And so, I don't know where is he from. Is he from Winnipeg? He's from the French part. 
So I think that's Quebec. Oh, yeah, he is from Quebec. Okay, so I know apparently in Toronto – first of all, I didn't know they had beaches in Toronto. People are going back to the beaches in Toronto. People are going to the beaches in Florida, but I'm going to leave yeah. that alone. But yeah. Canada's straight, and people are going to the beaches. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I would say, you know what, 2020 is – a. I mean, you love doing what you're doing, but I'm like, you know, 2020 is a wash. Let me well, go ahead and go back home. The other thing is – and this is my main issue is how I'll say this. The other thing is, so Vince is coming out that Vince's views is supposedly that COVID-19 is just a super flu. All that tells me is, Hey man, y'all got to put some respect on the flu's name. Like the flu kills people. Like, how many people does it kill in the U.S. per year? You, it's 30,000 people. Yep. That's one and a half basketball games of attendance. Yep. That's a lot of people, man. And then this thing is a super version of that. Anything that's deadly and you put super in front of it, you should be scared of it. Remember right. in Ninja Turtles, the Shredder is their arch villain. This is the most terrifying character in all the Ninja Turtles, the Shredder. Right. That's the one they were most worried about. That was the supreme leader. He he controlled everything. You know what's more terrifying than the Shredder? Kevin the Nash. Super Shredder. Kevin Nash, a.k.a. the Super Shredder. <laughs> like, I don't understand why that would not be scary to him. And all that tells me is... Hey, Vince does not need to be the only person making decisions at this point. Because if his views of like a scientifically based thing is, oh, well, it's not that bad. Even though every doctor who's looked at this is going, no, this is bad. This no, is no, very no. bad. No, he like, no, it's straight. You know, we can have SummerSlam yeah. at TV Garden. Don't even worry mm-hmm. about it. He's like, no, nah, it's not that bad. And it's over here like, no, no, you don't get to do. It's not that bad. It is. No, I think we can have about a thousand people there. It'd be straight. Yeah, it's like if you go to someone, one plus one is two. Nah, I think it's four. Wait, are you saying Vince is a Scientologist? Because I heard no. Will Smith say the same type thing. Two plus two is what I make it to be, and two of them made it out to be yo as being zero, losing to August. Well, I'm not going to get on that. But, um, <laughs> no, nah, I just think Vince sounds like an anti-vaxxer. And you know how I feel about anti-vaxxers. I don't think he is now. I don't think he is now because no, he's I, like, oh. No, nah. I think he's, he still think is. He is. Yeah, because the thing you got to remember. He's come get his bread back. Like He's like, oh, the FDA about to approve that? Yeah. No. The thing about Vince is Vince is too interconnected to Trump in order for him to have a difference of opinion on this because his wife works for Trump's reelection campaign. Like Linda works for a Trump super PAC. Yeah. So she's in charge of like pulling money in, getting commercials made, getting people registered to vote for him, getting ads and all those types of things out there for him. He's too interconnected to really sit here and take this seriously, because if he's here taking this seriously, 
as a big donor of Trump, who Trump has repeatedly come out and basically just try to downplay this and say it's not that big of a deal and it'll just go away. That explains why Vince didn't test until May. Right. Well, I like, thought it was June, like the beginning of June. That's even worse. Exactly. So, you know what it was? He was like, you know what? Let's see how this, this COVID thing plays out. Yeah. And you can't tell me he didn't have connections to get tests. There's like reports of rich people being able to like call their friends in hospitals or people they know in certain industries and things like that to get tests. So he could have gotten himself some tests. if Even if he personally couldn't, he knows enough rich people where he, he could have. One being the goddamn president. So I, I really can't. I really don't feel comfortable and I don't know how WWE staff feel comfortable trusting him to be in control of their safety in that way. And I understand most of them just got to work and they got to make this money. And a lot of them really do want to wrestle. Like, yeah. this is what they love. But, you know, I wouldn't blame any of them if any of them was just like, nah, this ain't safe. Because Roman and Sammy did it. You know what's going to happen to Roman and Sammy when they come back? They're going to get buried? No, they're not. Sammy might. No, he definitely, him, he but, definitely will be. But how did that change before? Well, before he, it was like, all right, he was getting buried, but at least he was doing something. Whether he was out there like putting Shinsuke over as the manager, but now it's like, I, I don't know what they do with him now. He he might be on two hundred five. He gonna be out there with the turban on, talking two hundred five live yeah. with, the, with the speeches, the book speeches. Yeah, but other than that, I mean, Roman is gonna be Roman because, look, man, every time Roman leaves. Two things happen. Braun Strowman and Baron Corbin look less entertaining. Oh, you gotta leave King out here. I haven't talked about Corbin in weeks. But you gotta leave him alone. He tried. I think at this point everybody trying, but definitely he like he probably heard you right now. Like, what do I do? No, what do I do? No, he's he's been fine. Like he hasn't been bad. It's just he called out Taker though, which is hilarious. Well, I mean, he ain't got nothing else to do right now, so why not? Nobody. Yeah. But, you know, you're about to have this Flores Lava match between Bray Wyatt and uh, Braun Strowman. We, we so, don't need it. We, we right. really, I, I would really, I, I don't know how that eye for eye match, yeah, that eye for eye match is going to turn out. I'm pretty sure it's going to be better than a swamp match. But I understand what they're doing. they basically about to have Halloween in July. Cause they keep going yeah. with this whole horror theme. I'm like, okay, so every match is about to be like Universal Studios during October. Well, yeah, it's Halloween Horror Nights outside right now, and that's basically in real you know, life. Yeah, no, it's not Scary Farm the match, but I'm scared. <laughs> you know what? He looks like he will work there. Yeah, but and. I mean, there's going to be a section of people that disagree with me on this, that they're going to enjoy the match. I do think the match has potential to be somewhat entertaining just because Bray Wyatt is in it. And his production, his produced matches have actually been pretty fascinating. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens here. The main I'm looking forward to every single match, even that Rey Mysterio versus 
the Seth Rollins match because it seems to be it's going to be like a horror thing pay per view. So you can go either. But the yeah. fact that this is potentially Ray's last WWE match is his last WWE matches. He's going to get an eye ripped out of his face. Like I mean, that's usually how it turns out. Like they greats just happen to go out like they. Like yeah. Matt got kicked in the head. Imagine he was like, all right, get up out of here. Imagine if Randy's last match was the House of Horrors match. And then he could take him to the, the lake of reincarnation. Yeah. Like Lake Minnetonka. Yeah, you can't you can't delete Randall. He'll go back to his first like entity in yeah. WWE. He'll just have to purify himself again. Yeah, the spiky hair and everything. The tattoos are gone. Yep. Nah, but you know, we got a little off topic. We that happens. Um, we're, we're basically on topic. It all correlates with what we're saying. I don't have the card in front of me. I never have the card in front of me, but yeah, no. But my main thing is given how we've heard about heard these rumors about Vince's views on this deadly virus if they happen to be true that is enough reason to have someone else be in there making decisions you can forget the wrestling decisions and how he feels about storylines if he really is taking this and is seeing this and it's just like well this isn't that bad because it's just a more intense version of the flu if that sentence comes out of your mouth you are a crazy person which i don't trust like imagine if if you were at a bank and the person you were about to give your money to thought that you'd be isn't it known that he's a crazy person well yeah it's known that he's a crazy person but we've always ignored it because there hasn't been a global pandemic like there's a literal global pandemic his treatment and america's treatment had his the person he supports for president the most been more diligent about this you could have had live te- live wrestling by now because japan just had two they had the new japan cup finals with an audience and then they had dominion with an audience wait okay when you text me that i was just like looking at the text message and i didn't have enough time to go back and look at even though i watched it i didn't have enough time to go back and look and see what you were talking about and then I'm thinking about it right now. I'm like, I thought I was bugging. Like, they really did have an audience. Like, after you said yeah. it, I was like, I had to run it back in my head. I'm like, I thought I saw an audience when I was watching that Night on Evil match. Yeah. Okay, so, I, bro, I really thought I was bugging. And I'm so used to not seeing crowds other than fucking Whole Foods or Starbucks that seeing it for a sporting event. I was like, I swear I saw a crowd. I'm like, is that a crowd? I was like, no, nah, I'm tired. <laughs> That's all that is. Yeah. So it's just one of those things where, like, like this isn't about that. This situation so much, I don't feel like as more incorporated with work with wrestling per se. This is more with human health and safety in this situation. And if you don't care about wrestler safety, then I don't know how you're going to have wrestling. But we can might get. They might get some G League, uh, or I should say, in this instance, some indie workers. 
But even then, if you're not going to stay safe, then they're just going to face the same fate. But yeah, no, that's that's true. It's just, you know, these, these companies, especially or particularly in America, just dumbasses, man, or these corporations. I'm just like, damn, people overseas able to go outside or people up north in Canada can go outside and do shit. Well, they get to, they wear masks. They wear masks. They still socially distance. They do those things. We're fighting over whether this is a real thing or not. And everybody who's treated it like it's a real thing, guess what they get to do? They get to go outside. Yeah. I hate wearing a mask, but I wear that motherfucker. Yeah. But hmm. I know you wanted to talk about Slammiversary. I know you want to talk about that. You absolutely want to talk about that. I see the excitement in your voice. Just, but no, um, really good. They got Tommy Dreamer going against Moose. I'm like, yo, shout out to Tommy Dreamer for like, I can't quit. Wait, what? You don't know that? No. Do your Googles right now. Moose versus Tommy Dreamer. This is what we're doing in 2020. 2020 or 2020? 2020 has done it again. Let's see. It's 2020. Imagine that. In the alternate universe, instead of Moose going against Tommy Dreamer, he gonna be some. He gonna be going against Mike, Mikey Wickrat. That is gross. Old school rules match. Oh, so you I'll know what's it. to come. Yeah, it's an unsanctioned match, so it's just an ECW match. Nobody should be bleeding. This uh, the state of the affairs of the world. Nobody should be bleeding right now. They well, about to be. They about to get somebody color. They shouldn't be doing that right now. No. The other thing is, I mean, it's fine so long as you're not doing blading. If you're doing blading, they, they're gonna do blading. Yeah, I know. It's Tommy Dreamer. Is that the other thing? Is WWE's doing an unsanctioned match next Monday between the Big Show and Randy Orton? What? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I definitely got to watch Raw. What? Why? Yeah. Didn't we have that literally 10 years ago? Well, I also told my homeboy, I was talking to him yesterday or the, on Monday, and I just told him, it's funny, I said, I don't want to see another sanction, unsanctioned match for a long time. And lo and behold, it's about to be two in the next week. This is what I get for speaking that into existence. I, I feel bad right now. This is my fault. Exactly. It's this is all and we don't need those people having it. No, no. So we got Moose versus Tommy Dreamer, the North versus Ken Shamrock and Sammy Callahan for the tag team championship, which is just a wild match. Ken Shamrock is another one. Ken Shamrock just no, nah, I need this, I need this bread, or I just really love doing this. I'm tired of doing bodyguard work for 50 Cent. Bodyguard work 50 Cent. I'm tired of being a bodyguard for Dana White. Yeah. Curtis get on my goddamn nerves is what he's saying. Shout Curtis out to Curtis. getting a lot of people nerves nowadays. Shout out to Curtis. Don't 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 attack me right now. Don't throw a cheer at me. No. Uh, what else you got? So who you got between Moose versus Tommy Dreamer? This is like a stupid, this yeah. Stupid why question. would you ask me a question? Why would you ask me like the? <laughs> That's a stupid question. I realized how stupid it was once I said the name Tommy Dreamer. I, I'll answer it, Moose. You know how we've seen this before in 1996 with him and Raven. 96, 97. It's the same Tommy Dreamer favor that he does 
when he's putting you over. He, you got to hit him like a hundred times. He's a tough white dude that took all of the candlestick shots, and then you go for the cover, and then somehow he's still a superhero in this whole scenario because he's hardcore. Man, if you don't get up out of here with that, fair. Spagoli driver, Spagoli driver, get out of here, man. So you pick Moose. That's the right pick. Uh, who you I'm got? picking. Uh, Turning the channel and putting Perry Mason on. That's an I got. Okay. When that match comes on. Okay. Perry Mason is a good, good alternative. Uh the North versus Ken Shamrock and Sammy Callahan. Who you got? Uh, Ken Shamrock and Sammy Callahan. Okay. I have no idea who the North is, I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh I don't either. But yeah. but like they really love Ken Shamrock and Impact. Oh, it's this dude named Josh Alexander. Is that uh Cedric the Alexander's brother. No, I was about to say, is that uh, George Costanza's son? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking about, too. <laughs> is that George Costanza? Uh, then you got a gauntlet for the gold match to determine the number one contender for the Impact Knockouts champion. You got Alicia Edwards, Havoc, Kiara Hogan, Kimberly, Kylie Ooh. Ray, Nevaeh, Madison Rain, Rosemary, Susie, Tasha Steeles, and Taya Valkyrie. Who you got? Tell you. Yeah. Yeah. She she's a strong pick. Uh actually might pick Kylie Ray. Yeah, I'll pick yeah. Kylie Ray. I, I can see that. Either one of them. Uh you got the they got, a, they got some great women's workers, by the way. Yeah, no, they absolutely do. Uh then you got Willie Mack versus Chris Bay for the X Division Championship. My dude, Willie. Yeah. I think you be named Willie and you under 70 years old is insane, too, by the way. Yeah, don't ever fight that dude. No, you could tell it's more than one reason you shouldn't yeah. fight him. Yeah. You can yeah. tell he's from the great Mississippi. Yeah, he, he, ab- like. he absolutely has never owned a pair of weight gloves in his life. No, he picks up trees with his hands, his bare mm-hmm. hands. Yeah, absolutely. What? How many R&B songs do you think he know off the top of his head? Modern or Gerald LeVert songs? 60s. Oh, he know the whole thing. That man, that man know the temptation. I know you want to. That man never moved beyond a CD player. He still got a cassette and a track player in his car right now. Yeah, let me rewind that back. Let me flip it to the other side. Yeah, we're just going to be looking like, bro, how did you get How'd you get Miguel on cassette? Hey, that'd be a fire flex. I got yeah. Miguel on cassette. Hey, did it skip? Hey, hey, yeah. hey, hey. I didn't know they made a Dorn on a track. What are you doing right now, William? This this is the house. No, this is the house version of Miguel's Adore. Yeah. Uh, then you got the Impact Knockouts Championship between Jordan Grace and Deanna Parasso. Deanna. How long has Jordan Grace been champion? Exactly. <laughs> well, a long time. I know that you're asking me. That's not a rhetorical question. Like, let it's me been a up. long. T- it's, it's been a while, bro. Uh. Okay. Oh, I'll look. tell you this. Ever since she got her first Fashion Nova outfit, that's how long she's been champion. Oh, she's been champion since January. It feels like it's been way longer than that. 
No, she's been championship. And she Taylor for Taya. Yeah, Taya was champion for a year. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I. I probably go with Jordan Grace here. I don't think it's over for her. They booking, but they're booking Deanna like strong though. Yeah, they are. I don't think she needs it. She might like. I think Jordan by disqualification. I don't think there's need to have a clean finish here. No. And then you can go on and give Deanna. Yes. And then you got the main event. I'm guessing, which is Ace Austin versus Eddie Edwards versus Trey versus to be announced, which was probably going to be Rusev, which will now probably be Heath Slater. Yeah, because Heath, I think, definitely signed a contract. Uh, the OC sign, and I is Rusev sign or is that just a rumor? Uh, it's a rumor right now, but I think he was going to be there. Uh, Gallows and Anderson are more than likely going to be there. No, they definitely going to be there. Didn't they? Uh, didn't one uh, Luke had a shirt on on Twitter like last yeah. week or something like that? Yeah, and supposedly Eric Young is supposed to be back too. Eric, well, I'm laughing because Eric, I'm laughing at what you just said. Yeah, yo, I've never seen Blake disrespect with booking more than him in WWE. This man started on Sanity and NXT. I was like, all right, just fire. He was to the main card, and I'm like, oh, this is about to be fire. Yo, they literally said, nah, you can stay home, bro. Yeah, what did I do? What did I do? What did I do? Nah, there's that. And the best part about Eric Young. Go to the office. What did I do? Nah, the best part about Eric Young's WWE run was Sanity went from, like, just off TV to all of a sudden, he didn't even get rebranded. He was just a jobber now. It was just Eric Young. I think that's my favorite part. That's my favorite part. Eric Young with a bald head. That's all it was. Like, that was my favorite part was, like, they didn't even try with him. They were just like, oh, you're just Eric Young now. Is there anything? Do I get some music? Nah, nigga, just go to the ring. You Eric Young. You good? You don't need yeah. nothing. I don't even think he was on main event. That's how the disrespect was so blatant. Nah, he was just there to job to, like, Aleister Black and Drew McIntyre. <laughs> like, it's he'd, Eric Young, dude. He'd, Former he'd be, Canada member. He'd be in the ring once it came back from break. And you know how when you get come back from break and someone's in the ring, they be playing their music still a little bit? They just go to someone else's music. It wouldn't even be his music. They couldn't even tap. <laughs> Can I get the Sandy music? No, we got to give it to Nick. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Can you get a Jim Johnson reference track? Nah, nigga. We, we just. We out of everything. Can yeah, I get see- my old team Canada music? CFOs can't do my music? Nah, bro. We ain't got nothing for you. No, just yeah. type in Eric Young type beat on YouTube. You'll probably yeah. find some. Yeah. <laughs> Can I get a little Tekka? Can I get the ransom song? That's horrible. That's horrible. Yeah, that is. That, that's very much too much disrespect. It's disrespect. It's disrespect to little Tekka. Um so he is going back. That's like a rumor right now. The rumor is he's going back. So I'm guessing Rusev was supposed to be in that match. Like I'm mm-hmm. I'm, I'm Almost certain Rusev was supposed to be in that match. And then COVID, which once again, get well. 
But so I'm guessing Heath Slater will be there, and I have no idea who's going to win this match. I don't watch enough Impact to know. Heath Slater. Okay, I'll take you. It's word a trend it. in TNA slash Impact when a person from WWE shows up, he's immediately booked as the guy. Kurt, okay. well, with Kurt Angle, I understand because it's Kurt Angle, but most people that come from there, okay, Kristen Cage got a title shot off the back. That's fair. Him and the peeps, all that. I, I never like Christian. I'm not. I, I don't hate him. I never like Christian. The peeps. Also, they have both the Impact and the TNA Championship still. They gotta combine it. Okay. My okay. homeboy says something about uh, Tessa Blanchard, but I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> no, we don't need to get. We, we, we ain't gotta do that. No, he's, he he put her over about. He's yeah. just a nasty man. We absolutely don't have to do that. No, he, he's he's disgusting human being. I'm like, I know you that lonely, but you don't have to say that. No, it don't ever get that hard up, man. <laughs> Never. No. For a racist? No, I'm good. Uh, anyways, what was I about to say? People shouldn't look at Tommy Loran a certain way either. Yeah, yeah. At first, I was like, "Is she a wrestler?" But then you was talking about, <laughs> "Hey, she looked like one." <laughs> she definitely Fox, looked like a '70s wrestler, the Fox News girl or whatever she is. Uh, so that's it for Slam Anniversary. You want to do the horror show that is <laughs> the show that is a poor the horror show at Extreme Rules, which is. Like, I give it to them. They basically made it a Stranger Things poster, and I appreciate that. They clearly got the same graphics artist who does all the Avengers posters or all the Disney posters. Yeah. Because it's pretty much just a, uh, an Avengers mock-up or a Guardians of the Galaxy one. But fire to who's on the poster. They got Drew McIntyre there. They got Oscar there. They got Strowman and Wyatt. But then they got Sasha and Apollo, too. Um, mm. and let's go through this card. Jesus Christ, I'm looking it up as we speak, too. So it's Apollo versus MVP. Apollo wins that match. I actually want to see that match. I do too. I got MVP. I got Apollo. There's nothing like is this you? Is no, this is definitely not on the pre show. It's only six matches. They got to put this on a man card. Yeah. The only thing I could see them doing is potentially subbing out MVP for Lashley. Mm. Ooh. Ooh. I got to do Dr. Umar hand. Ooh. With Cedric jumping in. Cedric, come on home, bro. No. We're just. We're just is WWE trying to start black on black crime by having a faction with MVP and some black wrestlers and R Truth with some black wrestlers? Because if so, once again, it's time for Vince to stop making decisions. I didn't even think about that. You might be right. Because R Truth, he's trying to make some friends like, hey, man, y'all want to piece up with me? Yeah. You, you know, I'll let you have a title. Man, nigga, don't let nobody want that belt. Nobody want that. I don't want it. <laughs> But, um, nah. So, I mean, yeah, I'm going to pick uh, Apollo here because I 
I just don't see any point in letting him lose the title just now. Unless it's Lashley, then it becomes interesting. I'm going with MVP, and I hope if he goes over, he burns that damn 305 chain. Uh, so that new United States Championship, I once I just the, told the homie the Dipset that, title, the Dipset title. It does look like the Dipset, like the Joel Santana Burgate, uh, <laughs> the Bird. No, uh, I, I just told him. I was like, I in in a previous job I had to work. There were a lot of Latin concerts there, and like a lot of ranchero music, and. That just looks like a belt buckle one of the dudes who go to the concert be wearing. Like, it just looks like a Texas belt buckle. That's that drunk uncle belt. Yeah. Like, it's it's a very, very fascinating thing that that belt could either be, you know, at a Ranchera concert in Mexico or Texas, or it could be at a Bruce Springsteen concert or it could be at a dipset reunion once Santana's free concert. It's gonna be the cover of Cam's next album. They're gonna use the belt to cover up Joel's mouth so his teeth won't fall out anymore. Yeah. yeah. It's gonna be like a harness. Hey! That's gonna Dipset. be Jim Jones. It's gonna be Jim Jones' next uh belt buckle. Shit getting out of hand now. Well, swollen he is, he need to be a wrestler. Shit, give him the US title. Anyways, next match is Rey Mysterio versus Seth Rollins in an eye for an eye match. Once again, what? this is how they treat a legend. What? Like, I get it. This is supposed to make Seth Rollins the top heel. This is the the whole design. And the funniest part was, so that moment that was pretty cool when he did that to Ray. It's kind of corny now, because now that's that's the angle he's doing. Like, oh, it's, it's leading to an eye for an eye match. How do you get out of this? Are you just going Sesame Street it and bring out the actual letter I? <laughs> Are you gonna? Someone's gonna have a glass eye in their pocket, and you just go. <laughs> it might literally pop out. <laughs> I don't know. We're ready. They might literally say. Hey, hey, you want your contract money? You got your eye. Yeah. Like, this is going to be so wild because we all think this is going to be Ray's last match in WWE. And if that's the case, he basically come there to get his eye ripped out. And that's how we're supposed to remember Ray Mysterio. He's going to show up to the Hall of Fame ceremony magically with two eyes again. We're going to be like, man, you're supposed to be blind. Which would be fire if they turned him into Zatoichi, the blind wrestler. Zatoichi, the blind wrestler. you know what it is? Maybe he might get a new eye, and the new eye is going to be like those contact lenses he had, even though he has like 100 contact lenses. I, I don't know. Maybe they might give him some lizard's eyes. Just give him a since it's Halloween theme, just give him a new lizard eye. Yeah. Maybe so. Mm-hmm. And then we got Braun Strowman versus Bray Wyatt in the Flores Lava match. Uh, this match, I don't think is for the title. So Bray could win here. I could actually see Bray winning this. 
No, it's not. Okay. No, but it's still weird that they. So this is ahead, and it's not a title match. Are they waiting for him to turn into the theme by SummerSlam in order to do this? Yeah, I mean we know that's coming. I don't have a problem with it. It's just, bro, this is a floor is lava match. Like Vince watched Netflix with his grandkids and was like, "Oh, I like that. Let's do that." So uh, it's just like, no, it's just a swamp match for you. You saying swamp. lava? No, it's a swamp fight. I'm just calling it a floor is lava match. Right, because I'm like. How you get that practical? How you get that effect? They're gonna show up, and Vince gonna be like, "You gotta watch out because the floor is." And Brown gonna stream lava, and then the swamp is gonna explode, and Bray Wyatt's gonna be there wrestling an alligator, and for whatever reason, it's gonna be mosquitoes and moss. Smash gonna end with someone getting eaten by an alligator or a crocodile. You mark my words. It'll be Bray, then he's going to come back as the Fiend. Yep. The next theme match they got to have at SummerSlam has to be a hot dog eating contest. I don't know, a food, some type of food contest at this you point. You want them to do glizzies? I don't want them to do anything. I'm tired of people even talking about hot dogs, but you got to do something else. Just have a food off. Yeah, it's about to be Mad Franks at SummerSlam. <laughs> have a food off. Just yeah. Whoever loses, you know what I mean? Put the title on the line and the food off. Yo, they're eating a whole grown man right now. Yo, it's swole as, no, as swole as uh, Bron is, more than likely. I'm like, dude, you can't just eat steak and be that swole. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you eat nothing but protein and lettuce, it's a, it's a wild omnivore diet, but. So be it. Or what's, what's the diet that uh, Booker T says? Bread. He don't, he don't eat no bread. He don't drink no water. Just meat. That sounds like you have a very, very rough bathroom experience. Very much so. Yeah, I'll see you that clip. You know, shout out to that commentary account as well. The Booker T commentary account. That's my new favorite account on Twitter. Okay. Uh, then you got Nikki Cross versus Bailey. Bailey, this is not even close. It'll be a good match, but I don't know how anyone's taking Nikki Cross here. Uh, then you got Oscar versus Sasha Banks. Once again, Oscar, I love Sasha, but nah. But Oscar, that would be great though. I'm I'm, I'm going with Oscar as well, but that would be great to put the, the strap on. It would be Sasha. Bad. It wouldn't be bad to put on Sasha, but you just got to let Oscar cook right now. Yeah, no, definitely. And in the main event, Drew McIntyre versus Dolph Ziggler to be determined what the stipulation is. And I really hope Otis comes in and cashes in on this match. That would mean a, that would mean the brand has split, right? Or it's not split anymore, right? No, he can cash in on any championship he wants. So you can do either one. So the thing I would say is 
let it seem like Ziggler is right about to win and then let Otis come in and steal the title from him. The same way he tried to steal Mandy Rose from him. Mm. Bittersweet poetic justice. It ain't going to happen. It ain't going to happen. If that happens, then someone owe me a check because my phone getting tapped. But um, it's Bruce. Yeah, it's Bruce. Or, or have Dolph go over on uh, Drew. And then that way, all this could cash in, make the people mad. Yeah. But uh, no, nah, it's going to be Drew because the rumor is Drew's supposed to lose it to Orton at SummerSlam. Yeah, you told me about that. I said, I'm, I'm not mad at, at that at all. At, at all. No. I um, would not be upset. Yeah. I think that's everything. You got a kayfabe champion? Uh, no, not this week. Or you go ahead. Maybe I'll think of one, but no, not right now. So there was a lot that I that I thought to have been considered. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do I put this? I was thinking about there's a lot of people like I mean I thought about Will and Jada but that's just gross is they were that was they was being predators well Jada was and Will sitting there like he ain't been doing nasty man stuff either og og don't call I, me og I turned that off the moment they called him og um so you're just going to walk away off of og <laughs> Is that bad? Nah. Um, who else did I have as an as a potential candidate? I had um, I was gonna do Chance the Rapper, but it's funny. I think you know what's the funniest thing about the Chance the Rapper thing when he was going hard for Kanye and Joe Biden and all of that. The funniest thing about the Joe the the Chance the Rapper thing. Is oh you just gonna walk out on me again? You mother, you mother. I gotta do my Denzel. You motherfucker. You motherfucker. You mother motherfucker. I'm just doing that because you muted the phone and kept moving, or muted the conversation and kept moving. Every time, man. People want to cut promos as soon as I get busy. But go ahead. Nah, I thought uh, the chance thing was supposed to happen. But Chance backed off of that. And the funniest reason he backed off of that is because Terry Crews approved what he said. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. He was like, uh, never mind. I was just playing. It was a work. <laughs> he was like, yeah, you know I'm right. And Terry Crews was like, I think you are right. And Chance was immediately like, I'm not right. I'm right. I'm not right. <laughs> <laughs> I am absolutely wrong right now. <laughs> and then everybody said, you see, you know you don't, though, right? Yeah. He did the My Hero Academia. I'm not going to let anybody stop me. Terry Crews agrees with him. I'm a failure. (laughs) Uh, I saw that he instantly changed his mind. Like, oh, I didn't know he was going to see this. Oh, yeah. I didn't know this motherfucker followed me. Does he follow him? He absolutely follows Chance the Rapper. Oh, he definitely follows him now. He he could cuss out Terry Crews, and he's still going to start following him. Yeah. Um... I was going to give it to Nick Cannon, but hey, man, 
Stop quoting. Stop quoting Farrakhan. Stop. It's we really at a time right now where everybody's just like swine, my brother. Yeah, like no. (laughs) Eat some bacon. Stop listening to Farrakhan. Don't don't eat bacon. But if you say anything other than that, all right, cool. Stop listening to Farrakhan. So, I wanted to give a positive one, and I don't think we talked about this one, but I wanted to give a shout out to Maya Moore for mm-hmm. you know for uh, really succeeding in getting, getting the man out of jail, getting the man out of jail, and I think she's moved on to another case. Like she was mm-hmm. probably before she left the best basketball player in the WNBA, and she just found her calling in somewhere else. I don't know if she'll ever return. But you know, she doesn't need to. She actually established herself. Like you know, for for a minute, she was like, as far as guards go, because you know, it's Candace. I, I watched the WNBA. It, it's you know, yeah. it's Candace Parker up there, Brittany Granger. So she definitely is up there. She she, as far as a guard, probably more than likely number one. It's all her Skyler. So, but for her to say, year, still existed. Yeah, Diane Sarasi's cold. Uh, the Mystics player, I forgot her name. She's cold as well. But for her to say two years ago, like, you know what, I'm going to do something different, that, that says a lot about her and her character. Yeah. And, you know, she's been succeeding. So hopefully here's to her and hopefully she gets the next person. So the, the one that came before today, it was going to be Talia Kweli as the KFA champion. But, I mean, if y'all haven't figured out, listening to Talib Kweli is just insufferable. <laughs> what did I say about a Buffalo? <laughs> I was like, I don't want to hear Israel ever again. Well, the funny thing is, I asked my brother, I was like, is Talib Kweli the most overrated rapper ever? And he was like, no, because I don't think we ever thought of him as great. Thank you. Your like, brother is absolutely right. <laughs> like, don't give me rapper. Reflection Eternal or Black Star. He had to get carried on that. Yeah, it was like he's he's he he was just an okay rapper. Talib is East Coast Silk the Shocker. It's like he's stunnering on beat. Yeah. That's actually a great analogy. Uh but no, the the KFAB champion as far as a negative light is actually the WNBA. Yeah. Because Ella Deladon requested a medical opt-out and they denied her so much and she was so heartbroken that she wrote an op-ed in the Players Tribune revealing that she has Lyme disease. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know she took that many pills. Like She takes 64 different pills a day. A day. That's crazy. It's 90 caplets in a bottle of vitamins. And that costs a lot too. And they're not getting paid out. I don't know if they, I doubt they have medical insurance. So that's a lot of money. Yeah. And look, man, with Maya Moore gone, Ella Deladon is the best player in the WNBA. There you go. That's the Washington Mystics player. I was referring to. Yeah. Yeah. She is absolutely the best player in the WNBA. Yeah. Um, And just for you to look at your best player and be like, I understand you want to make money, but yo, they have an actual disease, which makes them more susceptible to this COVID thing. And you chose, but we need to make money. She's like, look, you can either play 
and risk your health or opt out of your paycheck. So, so we don't care about women, bro. No. And the WNBA was already under hot fire because the owner of the Atlanta team was out here all lives matter and saying black lives matter is a terrorist group and all this other stuff. And she's like doubling and triple down on it and she won't sell her team. They got to force her to sell the team. Yeah. They got to hit her with that. uh, The Donald Sterling. Yeah. The Donald Sterling. But so, yeah, man, that's, that's really it. So I just, I just wanted to shine a light on the WNBA because we talk a lot about, um, these athletes and their safety. And I think we forget sometimes about the WNBA and women's sports sometimes. Yeah. So, I mean, shout out to Maya Moore once again. It's a phenomenal thing you did. And, you know, we salute you and we champion you forever. Yep. And Ella Della Don, like, I hope they pay you. I hope this worked and they just, they feel so embarrassed that you had to, you had to come out and reveal to the world and the world has to, Know your Shame. business when they yeah. shouldn't have in from yeah. the beginning. Yeah. When they should be ashamed of themselves now. So like now they might they might give it to her just out of shame. They just now starting to give them well, not in Orlando. They they housing is is all right compared to what it was going to be. But the food, well, we saw that with the NBA players as well. Like uh I forgot her name. I follow her on IG, but she plays for the Chicago Sky. A guard who was cold off the dribble. Off the dribble, she's cold, but she's vegan. She was like, I don't even eat meat. And they give her just give her, just give her this. So it's you know, they they just don't care. They just they are able to now fly private as of this season, if I'm not mistaken. Because at first they were just like on regular, they had them on spirit airlines, jokingly about the spirit airlines, but they still had them flying a certain class that they shouldn't fly. Knowing these girls sometimes are six foot six, and people don't understand, woman tall is a different tall from men. But yeah, it's tall men, but women tall. I don't know. It just they lengthy. It's all legs. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's like you got six foot six, six foot eight women on the plane. How does that work? And then you got to be looked at, and people got to, you know, look at you as if you were an animal. So yeah. Y'all gotta man man that up, B. Man that up, WNBA. Yeah, no, that's yeah. I don't. There's not much more I can say other than pay them, treat them better. Yeah, they and ball. You, they do. How do you look at someone's medical record and say, "Oh well"? I, I mean, I know it's money. I know it's money, but for you to be that craven, don't sit here and pretend you care about the black players too. No, nah, apparently they just don't care about none of the players. No. No. It's just you bet. It's almost like you're lucky to be here. Which, which, is, which is insane because their games are actually funner than NBA games. Like Clippers number two, but the Sparks games be up. They be fun. Yeah, you've been. I've been. I've, I've seen a few, and you've been to some recently before all of this happened. Yeah. So, yeah, man, the that's good old it. days. Uh, you know, three double champs. Get get well, Rusev. Get well, Lana's parents. Get well, anybody who got COVID. Uh, treat the WNBA players better. Let Ella Deladon stay home and collect this money. 
y'all stay at home as well. Uh, yeah. I've been I've been back in the city for a couple of days. I saw people at Malibu swimming. I see people I'm cool with in Florida at the beach. That's your ass. Yeah, stay home. Stay home. It's it's I, I guarantee you, it ain't going nowhere. 2020 is over, man. Yeah, it's not going. It's nowhere. freaking over. Yeah, it'll be all right. Trust me. Trust me. Look at me. I look like a photo. Trust me. He looked like once again that video. I can't anymore. This is the first time we addressed it the whole episode. That's my favorite part. Yeah, because at first, before we went live, I was just looking at it and I'm like, yeah, that's different. Yeah. So, all right, y'all. Stay safe.